If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is season three of Better Let Me Tell You. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Are we recording? We are recording. You just caught me watching. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the <laughs> another quarantined episode, episode one, 103. 103, nice and quarantined. <laughs> you caught me watching right now, and I'm going to put it on mute. The video of uh, Will Young of Losing Myself. Mm. Where there's like six versions of him, and he's like going crazy, and it's like not him, but it is. Yeah, but but he's like going nuts inside his house. That is how I feel like right now. Okay, why do you feel that way? I'm like loving it. I'm here. I work nine to five. I go for a my shirtless jog. I come home. I do some stuff for the podcast. Well, I think maybe because <laughs> you're working and you're communicating with the outside world, but I really am not. And oh, that's true. Um, I, I'm really not, and just, you know, I, I just I start reading War and Peace. Like, 
<laughs> you know that I started reading War and Peace some years ago. Well, finish it now. You got the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I haven't? You know the problem with War and Peace is that I actually started reading it, and I would say I got about mm, a quarter into it. Uh-huh. But it was it was I did it on a Kindle, which I don't like to read on Kindles. They give me a headache. I did it on a Kindle, and then the problem is that when you read on a Kindle, it's not true to the book. So if you're pay- on page 25 of the Kindle, it doesn't mean that you're on page 25 of the book. You oh, see what I'm because it because it changes to fit the the device. Right. So it's like I, page four. <laughs> I have like a Kindle account on like the phone I had at that time, and I don't have you know whatever. I got another phone, so I lost the account. So I don't know where I left off in War and Peace. Oh. It's such a big book that it's like oh. I'm gonna have to like sit down and invest time in it to find where you left off. Where I left off. <laughs> Yes, because it's yeah, warm. No. no, that's why I so. use. There's an app um, called Goodreads, and uh-huh. you can put in all the books that you've read or the book that you're reading, and then you can put what page you're currently on. Oh, there's an app for that. Well, you know, <laughs> it's the world we live in. So I'll tell you the one thing: there's no app for the damn vaccine for the coronavirus. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome everybody. How's everybody doing in episode 103? Uh, um, this is, let's let's see. This is like our. This is our second quarantined episode. Yes, it is. Um, our third coronavirus episode. And it just seems like <laughs> that's just what it's going to be for right now. You know, I wish that we could somehow figure out how to monetize this and have them be the sponsors of our episodes. <laughs> this, this episode brought to you by coronavirus? At the very least, brought to you by the letter C and the number 19. <laughs> that would make sense. So, so how's everybody out there doing? How do you think everybody's doing? I think everybody's doing all right. I mean, I'm, I'm going to base it completely on the fact that they're still listening to us and that they are engaging with us a lot on, on Instagram. Thank you guys for that as well. Um, it, it really does mean a lot to us that you guys, you know, again, you're at home. You you know, there's you've got all the time in the world now, but you still choose to spend it with us. And that means a lot to us. So thanks for that, guys. Yes. Um, we're literally stuck in the same boat. We are. Except if you're in South Florida, don't go out on your boat because you can't because they closed the marinas. <laughs> so today, actually, today I was watching Dr. Phil, which I never watched Dr. Phil. Why? So that just tells you. How fucking bored um, were you? Like, <laughs> what did you watch? Everything else on the internet? <laughs> um, well... Well, whatever. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm responding to a text. This is this is the thing. I'm doing this on um, on um, phone. Is that you know when you and I record, we go to the studio, we lock ourselves, and we put our phones away. I, we put it I, down. As we know, as we know, what was it? Three weeks ago or two weeks ago when we did the first episode where yep. we really talked in depth about the coronavirus we hunkered down in the studio to record our episode like we usually do and when we came out it was like a whole new world it like, was tom and rita had coronavirus the nba and the mlb had canceled the season it's and true. you and i were like what the hell happened and we just went out for like an empanada man you know <laughs> different world vastly different world um whatever um but anyway <laughs> Um, but either we, well, you know, hold on. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm texting live on Pedro Lamine. <laughs> um, 
I will anyway. say this. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this whole work from home thing because I get to literally sit at my table next to the big window. I open the window. There's a breeze. There's natural lighting in the morning. It's it's just it's nice. You like it because you don't have to put on a shirt. And sometimes I don't even put on pants. <laughs> please, please don't give us a visual of that. Okay, so I shouldn't say I'm not wearing shirt or pants right now. Um, well, I drink a nice uh, glass of wine. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, my text is done. You have all my attention now. Well, anyway, thank you for so, joining us. The listeners are so thank all you for waiting. Joining us. So now and now, okay, so obviously I was going to say, uh, remember I was telling you I was watching the Will Young video? Yeah. Now I'm watching Robbie Williams let me entertain you. So as you could see, I was in a Brit pop mood. Yeah, you're in a you're in a mid two thousands British pop uh Really, but but is there anything better than Brit pop? I mean, let's be honest here. There really isn't. I mean the only thing so, I can think of is maybe Pimpinela videos. Well that's true. But even Pimpinela videos, you know they're of a specific date and time. Oh anyway, what what I was getting back to this whole coronavirus thing, um, I, I was on on Tuesday. I actually went to work, and to office, right? um, I went to the office, and I was there maybe three hours. And it's a ghost town. I mean, literally, it's a ghost town in in my building. I have, I, you know, my office is in a professional building, and mm-hmm. most of the offices are closed. Right. So after that. It would be great, by the way, if everything was closed, but yet there was still that one person there asking you, ¿Dónde estaba la oficina de la doctora? Oh, la doctora Bustamante. <laughs> that nobody can ever find despite the gigantic no, you know, okay, uh, so to our, to sim- sign. I, for, I forget if I've, if I've mentioned Have I, I mentioned this on I, an episode before? I feel before? like you have, but I don't know if it's that you have or because Okay, so let me, let me set it up for our listeners. Yeah. So I've been in so – I, I work in one of those you know professional buildings in Hialeah. I've – floors you know and generally most of the the offices are doctors and lawyers and right. there's a couple of photographers and really? you know there's like a vocational school yeah but whatever it's like you know it's one of businesses those professional right no big deal so when you walk into the building it has like a, a lobby mm-hmm. and obviously to your left there's the elevator bays and then to your front to the front of you the whole first floor, except for the elevators, is <laughs> is it's the office of this um, neurologist called Maria Butamante. Okay, so Butamante is a pretty long name, right? That's true. It's not like it's you know Doctor Lee, you know Lee L three words, right? right. It's Butamante. Okay, <laughs> so when you walk into the lobby, the wall directly in front of you is these two enormous enormous yeah. listeners he's not dwarves. exaggerating like i've been they there are, it, it, they look almost like they belong in like the palace of versailles they're so gigantic they enormous and they're kind of like artistic like modern artistic i personally don't like them bueno, pero modern, modern, pero modern artistic hace diez años. But, but but the point is that you can't miss them right you know they're, they're huge yeah next to the enormous <laughs> enormous doors right there is the doctor's name, Maria Butamante, right. right? And the letters are enormous. The letters are probably, I would say, about 18 inches like high, right? And they're on the wall. The wall is navy blue, and the letters are silver. And it says, it says Dr. Butamante, Neurology uh, Associates of Florida, 
Fucker Bustamante. This entire sign with her letters is probably about it's the width of the seven wall. feet. It's probably like it's a whole width of the wall, and it's probably like seven to eight feet long and like a foot and a half, you know, in terms of height. Right? This is how big this sign is in the lobby of the building, and it's not a huge lobby. And there's nothing else there, just the wall with her name, the the two doors. And the elevators. There's nothing else there, right? I can't tell you in almost 10 years that I have been in that building how many people are would be there in the lobby lost looking for her office. They can't <laughs> find her office. And now my office is now on the third floor, but I used to have my office on the second <laughs> and floor. And again, just, and to, just to remind our listeners, she is a neurologist, not a doctor for the blind. <laughs> exactly and 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 when my office was on the second floor my office used to be right across the elevators but on the second floor i can't tell you how many people used to walk into my office mind you my, my door said darian borges in enormous letters but somehow people would miss the enormous letters downstairs with her name well waiting for the elevator and then they would miss the, they would get on an elevator ride and miss the sign on my door that said my name, but not her name. And now I'm on the third floor and my office is in a corner and they yeah, still come hidden. asking for La Doctora Bustamante. And I'm like, okay, what is it about the letters that you don't see? So that's why, like, when I'm, on the, when I'm there waiting for the elevator and I see somebody a little bit, like, I could tell her confused, I go, Usted está buscando La Doctora Bustamante, mira ahí mismo. No, my favorite one was the one from two weeks ago. I told you it was it was like two weeks ago or like a month ago. I was there waiting again for the elevator. And oh lord! She she was she was she was lost, and she was permiso. Yeah, at the moment she said permiso, I knew I knew what the question was coming. I don't know, doctora Bustamante, and then I go over by the sign and I point at the sign, and she goes. Did she want you to go in also for her appointment? Like, you know, I just get her check up for I her? I don't understand it, but this is a Doctora Bustamante phenomenon. I'm going to take a picture or like a video of the lobby and like post it so people can see. This is like a phenomenon. I don't understand. Because if it's one or two people, you'll say, well, no, local, right? Right, right? But this is like during the 10 years that I've been there, it's like hundreds of people at this point. So there has to be like a common like denominator as to why people do not see her name. Maybe she's like the Hialeah equivalent of, of that Nelson Mandela thing. Oh, uh, that people... <laughs> yeah, Thought that he would have been dead already for like 10 years. <laughs> Right, or my favorite one was that um, Sinbad was, was in, in the movie Shazam. Kazam. Kazam, was it? Yeah, yeah, but it's actually Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? That I fell for that because when I first heard about that, I even thought about the poster. The poster was like purple. Yeah, and it's Shaquille O'Neal as a genie. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, so I know que completamente te desvié, but so you were saying you were in Hialeah and it was like a ghost town? It's Oh, Hialeah was a ghost town. So I said, I know this is, I shouldn't have done this, but because since I'm on board, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to mulch the backyard. So I'm oh, like, let me put a Home Depot. That's awesome, get though. some mulch. Get some mulch. Mm -hmm. But in Home Depot, they're, they're practicing social distancing like it's mandatory. Right, of course. So they're only letting 10 people in the store at a time. Okay. 
And outside, there obviously is a line, and there's an X. You know, there's an X, like, where you're supposed oh, to be Oh, yeah, standing. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that at Target, too. So, the other day, I went, and I stood in line only a few minutes, because I'm like, you know what? I don't need to stand in line for mulch. <laughs> like, never mind. But I was about to take out my phone and record it, uh, so I could post it. Los dos viejos que estaban delante a mí. Los dos viejos cubanos. You've got to share. It was them. wonderful. Now you have oh, to share. It was, no, it was it was what you and I have laughed about hypothetically. <laughs> They're like, no, no, it's an exaggeration. It's a fluke. Un poco más, and they just start sneezing and coughing on each other to prove a point. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, you know, I mean, we talk about like old Cuban men because obviously that's our point of reference. Right. But but it's like, okay, apparently nothing in Cuba ever happened because they're always so <laughs> doubtful when things are happening here. Well, you know, it's an you island. Know, the hurricane. You know, a hurricane, you know, every single model can show that the hurricane is coming and they'll be like, no, that's no. not coming. They're like, no. Esos son cosas de los medios. I want to get to like the psychological, like the psyche on the denial. Like, why is there so much denial? Well, maybe la doctora Bustamante can have a, a neurology test on them. Uh, exactly, full circle, baby. So, um, uh, so no, yeah, you know, but you, but you know what? I, um, it's just interesting, especially with social media, as we obviously see that you know, know that social media connects the whole world. Yeah, it, it's sort of, it's sort of kind of incredible that like. Again, you know, when you take step back for a moment and you think about it in the most rudimentary and simplistic forms, that I can't think of another event, and not only in our lifetimes, but I mean, in, in, in a very long time, in, in centuries even, where the whole world has been going through something at the same time. I'd say World War II was probably the last time. Yeah, but even World War II, not all countries were involved in World War II. True, but I mean, everybody was affected in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, but but I mean, but at the same time, like everybody's dealing with this at the same time. Although, as we we've, we've talked about this, you know, a lot of Latin American countries and African countries have been spared, you know, the, the brunt of it. But they're still um, dealing with it. They're taking action. They're like, still dealing with total it. proactivity. And, and, a lot of scientists expect their numbers to rise soon. Yeah, as as but, winter kicks in. But it's just it's it's kind of incredible and like interesting, but weird at the same time. You know, I, I agree, but there's like again looking para lado positivo, right? There's something there's there is a I'm choosing to look at like the the, the on the positive side of things. Like in my area here, I mean, I live in in Coral Gables. And, like, when I go out and jog, there's people out and about now. Like, and not, like, out and about, like, before. Like, there's people taking, like, you know, their kids in, like, a wagon. There's families riding bike. There's more people walking and jogging. And I guess a part of it is just because you are cooped up all day. Like, you know, you're working from home all day, right? Let's say best case scenario, you know. You want to at least get out for a little bit. And I don't know. There's something nice about that. And it's also kind of nice to see that. At least on Instagram, to a degree, you know, social media hasn't just devolved into a cesspool of hate. On the contrary, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. turned into a lot of like, hey, this restaurant is doing this. This local business is doing that. Um, I mean, I will say I, I credit social media as a whole for being the reason that we now have that 
you know, that hour of shopping for the elderly in the morning amongst several supermarkets, you know, because that was a social media initiative. I mean, that was something that started on social media, like, Mm -hmm. hey, supermarket, and they listened and they did it. So I hope that we all, once we go back to, you know, our regularly scheduled program of that is our lives, we remember this and we, we kind of treasure the good parts of it and we don't just kind of like wash our hands of it especially because there's no paper towels um you're gonna have to just wipe yourself on your pants on your pants um but i don't know there's 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 some there's some positivity being put out into the world amidst all this insanity and so i hope that we kind of hold on to that a little bit once it's all over you're pretty your pretty little PSA. I'm about to break it down because <laughs> <laughs> actually, I started saying that I was watching Dr. Phil. Um, so yeah, Dr. Phil is on, and today he was interviewing a couple of people who are naysayers mm-hmm. of what's going on, and he interviewed. Oh, it's a new Carol episode. Yes, it's a new episode. He was doing it from his kitchen. Oh, okay. So they, he called in, you know, via video chat. Um, this girl who's like. She's like a major social media influencer. She has like, I don't know, two million people. On, is it Tila uh, Tequila? No, her name is Ava. And, um, Ava Sabalot? No, I don't They just said Ava. And um, she was actually one of the people down here in Miami oh, for spring break. One of those Gen and Zers. That's why, that's why, before I get into it, on my personal Instagram, I had a couple of people throw little little jabs at me like, oh, what are you Floridians doing going to the beach? And I'm like, no, 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 stop right, stop right now, thank you very much. Vaya, no te equivoque, no te equivoque. I'm like, no, 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 no. Pero si, that's why I posted, that's why I posted what I posted on our page. Because I was like, that's not us, boo-boo, uh-uh. Yeah. We don't go to the beach. I mean, in fact, first of all, we don't go to the beach in March. Right, right. Let's start with that. second of all, Spring break is something that in the city of Miami or city of Miami Beach, I can't think of any other like um, um, vacation destination that has flat out said that they don't want spring breakers. Because even before this year with the whole coronavirus thing, Miami Beach has made it very clear that they don't want spring breakers. They've been trying to do everything possible. Miami Beach, not that Miami Beach is this bougie uh, you know, like Monte Carlo or like Monaco <laughs> type place, but Miami Beach is not, and, and this is not to shit on Daytona Beach, but Miami Beach is not Daytona Beach. Miami Beach has a certain like class to it, even though you can go and party your your ass off and do sí. drugs if you want. Yeah, pero se t- <laughs> pero, bueno, that's just, this is very true. Pero tiene tiene but, su caché. You know, it has yes, its my, right. Miami Beach and South Beach are at a certain like level. That you know, it's 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 not a party town. Miami Beach is not. It's, when I mean party town, it's not like a college party. Yeah, town. it's That's weird I mean. because it like, is. It's a. It's like a Panama pl- City. Exactly. Or, or Beach. Exactly. Like it's, it's not. a. It's a party town, but everybody's in heels. Yeah, and Miami, <laughs> and you know, the city of Miami Beach has like. I mean, they verbatim said it that they don't want spring breakers down here, and a lot of businesses close during spring break because they they just don't want to deal with it. But aside from that. Yeah, I got a little bit of like a little bit of um, you know a little nonsense Same. from a couple of people like, oh, look at what you guys are doing. I'm like, no, no, boo boo, no, no, that's no. not us. <laughs> no, that the, no, to, to to bring it home to to the fact that it's at the beach. No, that it is on another pier, okay? Yeah, no, that that's that's not us. But anyway, back to that. 
So Dr. Phil was interviewing this girl who, you know, she's like a big influencer or whatever. And she took a picture of her licking a toilet on an airplane. Oh, that See? bitch. Her. It was her. Oh, okay. you know what picture I'm talking about? I know exactly the picture you're talking about. Because the first thought, I, the first thing I thought of was like, yo sé que ella no es latina. No, she's a white girl. Um, and her lips are majorly done. So she was there on Dr. Well, that's why Phil she did it. She couldn't feel anything. This, she was on Dr. Phil today saying, first of all, she kept calling him Boomer. And she was there saying that, um, you know, she's 21 and she came to Miami and she was with a thousand people. These were her words, that she was promiscuous. She made out with a bunch of people. She did a lot of drugs. She partied and nobody had the coronavirus. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, the coronavirus. so listen, this was completely, so this was completely made up by boomers like Dr. Phil to manipulate them. And, okay, and you know, sure. and Dr. Phil was like, Dr. Phil was like, you know, he explained to her the whole thing that you could be asymptomatic. And he's like, and you don't care if like you give this to somebody old. And she's like, I don't care if they die. They've already, they're old. They've already lived. I'm 21. Oh, now, wait, she must be the daughter of that of that Texas governor, right? Who says, like, old people should be taken to the streets and die in favor of the economy? <laughs> I just... I mean, didn't I mean, you, you know what, didn't though, you, didn't you, know you lock what, your abuela out of the house? Because we left ours in a field. You know, you know what, though? I actually was upset that Dr. Phil... I know why Dr. Phil brought her on, but I was upset that he even gave her that platform because she's yeah. obviously saying all this to be outrageous and to get attention. Of course she is. She has no self-esteem. So, she looked at so anyway, bueno, speaking of outrageous, there's somebody <laughs> who actually wants to talk to you. So I need for you to cue them in. Okay, let's see. Who am I so calling? So I'm going to I'm going to well, I'm going to text you this person's phone number. Okay. Oh, well, actually you could just edit. I'm going to give you the phone number. You could just edit hold it on, out. Hold on, hold on, um, hold on. Oigo? Yes. Well, <laughs> who do we have the pleasure of joining us on our quarantine episode? Look, I've got a bone to pick. Listen, oh, that's, be that's between you and Marcela. That's I don't. <laughs> well, everybody, to those to our listeners, we have on the line the one and only Seth Burger Beast, who has a bone to pick with one of us, and it's not me. So, oh. Seth, <laughs> wait a minute. To but let me tell you for a third time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Wait a minute. I'm a big fan of you guys. Wait. So I wait. What's so wait? What's the bone that is needs to be picked over here? <laughs> Look. <laughs> yeah, you're you're part of this bone. Oh, not the I first time I've heard appalled. that. I'm appalled. I'm appalled. Insulted that you would make a turkey feed out of my restaurant. <laughs> I told you. All right. Keep mind, didn't I tell you? All right. So, Actually, no, wait. So it's listeners. recorded. It's recorded. Last week, I told you. I told you. Okay. You're making, you're making burger beast rest. All right, listeners, so I recently used Seth's recipe to make a frita, which is a Cuban hamburger. Now, the problem is that the only things I could find, I could not find, like, actual, like, meat, like, ground chuck. I found ground turkey, and I couldn't find regular potatoes. I only could find sweet potatoes. So I made the recipe using so those words, substitutes. You made a completely different thing. You made it's, a completely different burger. No, no, because the... I, I would, uh... I would like to say that's called an abomination. 
<laughs> hey, at least it is not a soy burger, okay? <laughs> that might have been better man already. <laughs> But there's no such thing as a soy burger, but let's not get into that. Well, okay. At least I didn't make it out of soy. Let, let, I agree with you on that one. There's no such thing as a burger that has soy in it. But yes. So, so I had to use anyway. what I had. But so, you know what? But but you know what? It, it was delicious. And I can't wait to go out and buy actual meat and try it again with your with your it, recipe it, again. It's, uh, I'll be honest. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. That's it. I, there's no you, redemption. You crossed, you crossed the line. You, you crossed the line. I'm actually going to go pick it outside of your next uh, record. <laughs> I'm going to bring uh, the real old school Cubans. I mean, just, All the ones from know, Tropical I, Park? Old school Cubans get angry if you put American cheese on a free but You just like turn this on its ear. I'm picturing so, uh, like... I just want to say for the record, I told him not to do it. And I think in last week's episode, it is there. It he is mentioned there, yeah. he was going to do it. I told him, don't do it. Don't do it. I just want to say that I am on the record defending your recipe. Meanwhile, That's I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing, I'm picturing, I, I I'm picturing Seth leading like a bunch of like Los Viejos that that do the protest in front of Tropical Park with the Trump flags like outside my building, but with fritas on it instead. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. I'm, I'm, look, I'm picking up a shuttle bus. Uh, <laughs> some, of, some, some of my old school gang, and I'm heading over there. Starting at Leon and making your way. <laughs> Don't tread on my Frida. <laughs> and by the, and by the way, I, I do have to thank Ish for something because uh, I really wanted to order from Tio Colo's uh, Cuban pizza the other day, and I felt guilty ordering all the way where I live uh, pizza. And I was like, the only way I'm going to order is just someone else ordered. And Ish lives a little farther, so I go, no, nah, I don't feel bad. I'll, I'll piggyback on his delivery. Yeah, uh, it's in the area. Order also. It was really good. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. We're in the same Exactly. My whole menu. Actually, you know what? I want to turn around and I want to say um, a big thank you to you um, as well, Seth, because you have really been, you know, again, obviously you're, and I know you love this word, you're an influencer here, but, you know, you are using your powers for good in this time. I mean, you're promoting who's open, who's got delivery, you know, eat here. These guys are delivering. There's donuts. There's, you know, and that needs to be applauded, commended. And just, you know, I, I think, I mean, I have no game, no skin in the game. I don't have a restaurant or anything, but I want to thank you because I think that just, again, something we already know, but it shows, you know, your character and who you are. And I know you like to show off that you're a big jerk, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you something. I really appreciate it. My grandmother passed away in 2001. I need an abuelita to talk good about me. If you want to go ahead and take on that job, I would really love that. As long as you're okay with an abuelita who doesn't wear shirts, I think we're okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually look forward to that. <laughs> no, but it's so important for these small, you know, small businesses yeah. to you know, have some type of lifeline during mm -hmm. this because we don't know when this is going to end, yep. uh, how and, long it's going to be. And, yeah. and you know, also guys people depend on the community. And when guys, when you're ordering from these restaurants, if you're in the Miami area and you're ordering from these restaurants, ask, find out if they also sell burger beast beast sauce, because you know what? We could all use a little burger beast to get us through this. And the sauce is actually pretty damn good. So Gonna put that yeah, out there because I know because I know you won't thank promote you it, plug. you won't plug it, but I'll plug no. it for you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I did want to say one other thing since you're mentioning the restaurant thing. Um, you know, a lot of people are kind of unaware they do a lot of deliveries. 
Um, and I and I know that there's people who also live off of the, the whole Uber thing. But the restaurants, uh, I'm not sure if a lot of people realize how the third-party deliveries take a large percentage of the money from them. It's like 30%, Anywhere right? 25 to 30 to 35%. So in some cases, oh my God. Not, if there's a way to pick up the food, uh, they won't get charged that fee. So if you order and just pick it up, uh, more of the money will actually go towards the restaurant to help them uh, stay open. Actually, in some of these places, even, I mean, they are offering free delivery. And so what I would actually suggest is that if, let's say, you know, you are in a position where you're having it delivered directly by these restaurants, what I would suggest you do, which is what I've been doing, is take whatever that delivery fee would have been and just add it to the tip, you know, so that it goes back to these businesses. Well, the, the tip actually goes to the actual company. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you do it, if, 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 no, 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 no. But I'm saying if you order direct, like what you're saying, like order direct oh, with, okay. with, with these restaurants. Right, right. If you pick it up, it's right. Right. They actually, well, but some of them actually offer like free delivery, like, you know, to a, de- right, to yeah, a degree. So have, like our veterans now is doing that. Like David, our veteran will actually deliver your, your, your hot pockets, I think, pretty funny. Oh. Oh, you shouldn't have said <laughs> this to me because I'm. If I saw David, our veteran, I don't know. I don't know if I'd open the door to him, but... Oh, well, I'm ordering Arbetter now that I know that David Arbetter is the one doing the deliveries, for sure. Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm doing it. But yeah, no, what I'm saying is like, you know, how normally you would you would have to pay that delivery fee on Uber, add it to that direct, you know, delivery that you're dealing with with the restaurant, but as a tip, you know, just so that that money... You would have paid it anyway, guys. Yeah. Might as well keep it, you know, pump it back into these small businesses. Yeah, so... Okay, I'm, I'm yeah, so... Before I let you go, because I know you guys got a show to do, but I'm going to do a recipe very soon for a frita meatloaf. And if I find out or even get an inkling <laughs> that you're going to do a turkey meatloaf, we're going to have some bad problems. I'm not going to let him. I'm not going to let him. I'm not going to let him ruin your brand. <laughs> ruin your legacy. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, don't worry. I'm not going to let him. DJ. I appreciate that. That's why I'm going to bring you a, a beef meatloaf sandwich because uh, you deserve. Okay, it. Okay, good. Okay, good, 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 good. No. So, okay, thank you so much for um for for your time. Yeah, thank you for stopping um, I'm glad by. We were able to chime you in a, a bit. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got my eyes on you. All right. <laughs> Take care. Love you. Be safe all, day. <laughs> all right. Bye. Well, uh, that was that was our our favorite beast. That was that was our favorite beast, and you know what? It, there, there's nobody I'd rather have for our first full quarantena episode than Seth. <laughs> well, but did we really have him? Not really. <laughs> well, I think over the next couple of weeks, we're not gonna really have anybody on. It's all gonna be very virtual. I mean, no. I would like to think of what you know when this is passed. You know, we do our regular episodes. This is like the the um the quarantine suite oh yes like this is the ones that we would like submit for like an emmy nomination you know like for your consideration is that (laughs) our quarantine suite of episodes you know (laughs) we could name it you know what we could name it the corona quarantena episodes doesn't that sound like a novella So now that you know you're at home and you're like you have so much time on your hands, yep. like today I was watching "That's the Way Love Goes" the video for Janet Jackson, mm. and you know that Jennifer Lopez is in that video. Yes, and I started thinking, I'm like, I wonder if Jennifer stayed in touch with Janet at that time because you know Janet obviously was 
the bigger name at that time, especially. Right. She's like, I wonder if they kept in touch. I wonder when's the last time they saw each other. It's funny that you <laughs> I say wonder, that. I wonder. I wonder if Janet saw her Super Bowl. She probably did, and she was probably like, "Girl, I know what you're going through. Give me a call." Um, <laughs> but it's funny you say that because today on Instagram, I actually looked up Tina Landon. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was because since Debbie Allen is doing um, those Instagram live dance classes like two three times a week, I was like maybe Tina's doing one. But Tina hasn't been active on Instagram since like September of last year. Oh okay. Oh my god. Actually, that, not, I'm glad you mentioned that. You know who is no joke on Instagram live with her workouts? King. Because I'm like going crazy. Okay, let me before I get into that, let me just tell you how I've been searching for like a week now for resistance bands because i feel that i'm turning into the pillsbury dope go to target i think i saw some today no mijito go to target i've been to four targets i've gone to target online and they don't exist it's funny you say that because i thought that i had resistance bands and i can't find it no and i've been online i've been to amazon i've been to dicks i've been, I've been everywhere and i can't find they're, they're gone they're gone everybody because everybody's ordering them no, sure. and, and, and so i was like oh let me look at some of these like online or instagram things that people are posting you know whose workout is freaking no joke it's candace cameron's really candace cameron from full house yeah well, you know, she's very into fitness. Yeah, and, she looks great. I mean... And she, they are no joke. And I was like, whatever, I could do this. And when I started doing it, I was like, <laughs> by like the 10, you know, 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. What, is, what does it consist of? <laughs> it, you know, it's it's a lot of it. It's cardio, but like weight, but it's like weight using your body. Like, you know, she does one-hand push-ups. She does? Yes, she yeah. does. And then she does like planks and she does all this stuff i'm like no 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 i can't i, I don't have candace cameron's body <laughs> it's all that it's all that star kiss tuna so actually you know who i would love to hear what her quarantine days are going by let's ring in since we're ringing in friends let's ring in stephanie from mama zamurdo Ooh, all right let's see let me let me let me dial her in it's so funny. Because I'm sure she, she has a lot to say. It's funny, um, as, I, as I'm looking for her name right now. Do you know how I have uh, David in my phone? Oh. I have him as, have him, not as David, I have him as Stephanie's husband. Oh. No, David is under David <laughs> in my phone. I don't have a picture of him. I have him as Stephanie's husband. Oh, Where did it go? Hold the hell on. Here we go. All right, let's give her a little bit of a buzz here. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hello. Hi. Hello. Is, How are you? Is this Stephanie? It's Stephanie. <laughs> I love my voice. You know it. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Stephanie, we were just talking because I was telling Ish that, you know, I've been trying to look for resistant, resistance bands to do something like working out at home, but I couldn't find oh, them. Why? Because we well, have to stay fit. So, so okay. I was like, okay, let me go on Instagram and do one of these like celebrity workouts. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Candace Cameron's <laughs> because oh, she's still posting live every day her workouts. And I was like 10 minutes into the workout. I was like, screw that. <laughs> so I was like, I wonder what Stephanie has to say about this. I, I'm, I'm shocked that you went to find Candace Cameron's workout. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's in good shape, and I mean, if I mean, if that's no, what happened, amazing shape. I mean, did you watch this? Did I, am I the only one that saw her on Dancing with the Stars? Of course not. Yeah, you know, we all did. Yeah, I saw her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she's in great shape. So, and she's and she's. I feel like she's petite. I don't know. She, is. Like she is. She is. So. We saw her in person. Well, it's not smoke and mirrors. <laughs> she does one arm push-ups, and I'm like, uh, how much do you weigh? Like one twenty? Yeah. I'm like, I weigh a lot more than that. A lot more. <laughs> So this, this arm has to lift up a lot more than that. But you also have to remember that she's rich and she's been rich her whole life. So she's probably always had access to like nutritionists and trainers. And Plus her husband's a hockey player. These are, kind, these are the kinds of things that I have to tell myself when I don't look like that. And I kind of just have to, like, you know, if I had the resources, I would look like that, is what I... Listen. Well, in all honesty, her Instagram live feed of her working out is with her personal trainer. Oh, okay. Well, then. Wait, so, shouldn't, shouldn't so he be quarantined? However, if you do if you do want a good workout, might I suggest Debbie Allen's weekly dance classes. I was just talking about it. They're, they're fantastic. And after, like, 10 minutes, you want to kill yourself. But, so, like, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, no, like a happy death. Way, what? <laughs> like a happy death. Yeah, exactly. You're happy because like Debbie Allen is leading you there. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. how's quarantine life treating you? I gotta say, I don't hate it. Um, I'm weird because I, as much as I like, I'm very social and I like to hang out with people and I like, um, I like kind of like you know be around. I'm also totally fine with like staying home and watching Netflix all day. 
I'm okay. Now, I have to say, though, I have to say you, my dear, are are a bit of a life, not a lifesaver, but you have allowed me to expand my streaming horizons by... Uh... I, feel, I feel like you and I have bonded on such a deeper level because of this. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, there is a streaming app out there. <laughs> Darian, this has of no interest to you because it's Broadway HD. So it's... Um... Darian, Darian could care less. He could care less. <laughs> but there's also plays. It's not just musicals. There's also plays on there and so she oh, there's like really good there's like really good plays too there's yeah like, um the patrick stewart um Macbeth oh the cold war russia is on there yeah um there's a lot of really the orlando good, bloom good, romeo good. and juliet i think is there yeah. too yeah there's a lot of really good plays on there well there. i'm going to contribute to this conversation by saying that i saw a meme that says that the coronavirus is nature's way of getting back at us for doing cats it might be. It might be. I, I, I mean, it might be. I Coronavirus is the human cats, version of mange. Cats is really bad. It was really, really bad. And yet they try to charge us now 20 bucks you. to see it in the comfort of our own home. I know. <laughs> what? I have to tell you that I, I have no interest in seeing cats whatsoever because, you know, I don't care for that genre. But now I think I want to see it. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's been well, so bad that now I'm curious. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't like cats. There's like not very many musicals that I don't like, and Cats is one of the ones that I, yeah, I actually not a can't fan. stand. There's one good song that everybody waits for. It's like almost at the end, and after that, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but I just I needed to see we went because I I needed to see the spectacle. I needed to see the shit show. And I don't know how much you guys have discussed it on the show. I don't really remember if you have or if you haven't, but. I mean, it was worth the price of admission just to see, like, human hands on people, on cats well, was, that just weren't... It, it was worth the price of admission gone. to just go drinking with you and then go see it together. Well, that was that yeah, alone that was... was the other yeah. thing, is that I took, I took... The people that I invited to come with me are, like, people who I knew were going to get drunk and enjoy it with me for and take it at face value. Yeah, I mean, I can I can sum up all of cats like in in like two minutes. It's like Jellicle cat, Jellicle cat, Jellicle cat, memory, Jellicle cat, dead. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. it. That's it. It's just <laughs> I I did it. That that's no. I mean, you're talking about a play that the plot is like you're putting on. I don't know how many musicals you've ever seen, Darren. I don't know if you've seen any at all. I've seen a few. I've actually I've, I've seen more than you think. Okay. True. So you know how like there's usually like one or two songs to introduce like the main character and that's it. Like mm. this entire show is just characters introducing themselves. Yes. And, and the point of it is it's because they want to get picked to die. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like wow. if, it's like if Waco was a musical with cats. I mean, it's oh my god. <laughs> well, what I always say about anything, what I always say is like there was a board of a, a group of people, like a boardroom, that approved the the green light that gave this a green light. That said, yeah, this is a great idea. Let's go with it. It's not even that. It's that there was there was also like they spent a lot of money on this movie. There was a four-year consideration campaign, like ready to go. Like they thought this was gonna win Oscars. Like it, yeah. it, it, it they took it so seriously, and 
I don't know how or why or what. I mean, the show, the drama show is beloved. I also you. don't it, know why. It, 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 it ran, like, it was the longest running at the time that it ended. It was the longest running at the time that it closed. Uh, Phantom has long since surpassed it. But um, What has? I've seen that one. Phantom of the it. Opera. Really? Chicago has what was it? That? No, Phantom of the Opera. Chicago is the longest running revival. Ah, got it, got it. But got Phantom got it, of the Opera it. is the longest uh, running. Yeah, I know. Phantom of the Opera has been for a while because I saw Phantom of the Opera on Broadway maybe uh, four years. Well, no, no, like actually no more. Five, six years ago. And at the time I saw it, it was the longest running. Um, it still is. It, it's been since like 1982 or something like that. It's 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 been there for a while. I actually like that one, and I really like Music of the Night is a great song. Oh, I that, love that whole the that whole show is. That's the opera is actually the first Broadway show I ever saw. Oh, so how yeah. so how so, are you keeping? I mean, you you know you've got a kid at home. I know Darian's got got Tristan. You've got Lincoln. How are you I guys do. keeping <laughs> keeping the children entertained, as it were? Because it's easy to keep adults entertained. Well, I, Liquor and streaming. I kicked <laughs> I kicked him out this week. I I sent him to his grandmother's house because she's a a teacher and she's on spring break so i'm like you go over there and you take him and you uh do, do stuff with him spring break for everyone <laughs> he needed a change yeah exactly uh and she you know he needed a change of scenery so meanwhile there was a moment today in the backyard Tristan was just spinning around <laughs> was he being kylie minogue <laughs> i was like this is where we've gotten to this is where we've gotten to <laughs> Well, that'll be that'll be up next week because yeah, next week my mother-in-law goes back to work, so I have to yeah. you know, figure something out. And I'm working yeah. from home, and David, working from home, and David's conducting live classes twice a week. So that's right, because he's a teacher. Right. Goes. right, right. So, so how's your Netflix Netflix flexing? Guys, <sighs> I have to. Oh, Darren, I know that you've been ignoring me, and you keep like. <laughs> moving you don't pay attention to when i tell you to do this no no i do i do and i am no, gonna watch don't. it are you talking i, I guess I a mean, tiger king i feel like nobody is doing the quarantine right unless they're watching tiger king we saw it last weekend um, we we started watching I, it saturday night and finished it sunday morning we started watching it monday and we finished it yesterday and oh my god what a ride how many how many, I, parts, how many seven it keeps tonight. you engaged. I, I'll, I'll start tonight, I promise. I will say yeah, I've it, been I've been hearing about Joe Exotic for like a good year now because I listen this other podcast that I listen to has been keeping like everybody updated because it's such a crazy story uh-huh. and they do a little snippet of it. So when I heard that there was gonna be a documentary on it, I was like, You just tell me when and where to show up. <laughs> just well, I, and I, I had, and no, I had idea. no idea, and I, I had no idea it was I even didn't that nuts. I know anything about it, but I do know about um, the Homestead one, Zoological Wildlife Foundation. That one I did know about, mm-hmm. um, which is the guy that claims to be based, like claims that Scarface is based on his life. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how cute are his monkeys, like though? I feel like there's a hundred guys in Miami that also make that claim. Like, hey. yeah. like a bunch of vehicles yeah. in Miami say that, you know, they're the inspiration for Tony Every Marimbero from the 80s thinks they were the inspiration for yeah. Scarface. Everybody who came on Marietta and has money. Exactly. Um, um, but yeah, I just, I, I feel like we're, we're in such a bad place and it's like they knew and they waited for it. Like, I want to <laughs> know if it was originally supposed to premiere 
when it did or if it was yes. going to be later. And they were just like, you know what? Everybody's home. Let's just drop this fucking no, no, no. bomb of crazy. It was, it was always scheduled for this weekend. So it was just total was? serendipity. Yeah. It was always wow, scheduled. That, yeah, yeah, that's completely... That's, that's the that's a really crazy coincidence then because but i have i mean i love the meme that you shared today by the way because it is like if like a stefan club waiting to happen it is exactly like a (laughs) stefan club it has it has murder plots it has mullets it has polygamy a one-armed lesbian wow and one documentary wow a one-armed lesbian (laughs) what have i been missing it has a sex Oh, it's wonderful. It's, like it's it, wild. Every time you're like, okay, this is the craziest moment. It's like, hold my beer. <laughs> oh my god, I said that. Just, I said was telling Mary, but, but Mary Vanessa started watching it yesterday. So there, and we talked about it on Rubro last night. We're gonna do like a follow up episode tomorrow because when they're when they're done. But I told them like every time that you think you have the lay of the land and you think you have it figured out, it like punches you in the face with something else, and 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 like. I think my favorite part might be like the country music that's involved with it. Oh, his um, his his uh his songs and his music videos. Yeah, <laughs> you know he has a pleasant voice. I'm what? He has a pleasant voice. I mean, if he had just stuck to that. Yeah, his voice isn't bad. I was telling David that I'm like, why do I strangely like not hate this? So. <laughs> I also want to know, like, if, if he's making money from these songs now. Like, I have to imagine that, like, the downloads are going up. I have to, I mean, I, I just, I know that in the depths of my soul, nothing would make Joe Exotic happier than knowing that he's literally bringing America together during the quarantine. It's true. Um, because if we cannot agree on anything else, we yeah. can't agree that this is the best thing that comes out of school. And isn't it nice, isn't it nice that we're being united by a gay redneck polygamist who was indicted on conspiracy of murder? Who also oh my God, now you're ruining it for me. Who also won 19% of the vote for his yes. gubernatorial vote. Oh yeah, when he ran for governor? <laughs> When I saw that he won 19%, I was like, that's a lot. By the way, Darian, nothing of this is ruining it for you. Because, I mean, this is all public record. Like, I mean, this is, you know, and they tell you straight up. Like, they tell you at the beginning that it's just like, he's in jail. So, I mean, it's it's wonderful. I I really need you. I really need you to watch it. No, I am. I'm going to start tonight. I'm, I'm, and I, I, I'm gonna need you to just text me along your journey. <laughs> whatever, 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 Ishmael. It's Stephanie, it's Stephanie, and I have conversations on DM as well. It's not only oh, you. We do. We do. I have, listen. I have independent relationships with both of you, and it's funny to go around. So. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Anyway. What are you guys doing during your quarantine? Uh, I'm okay. I, I, I'm uh, I'm not taking it as well. I mean, I'm not taking it badly. I mean, I'm not pulling my hair out, but I got I a little like itchy every now and then. I feel like you're about to pull your hair out. Can we? You, you yeah, maybe I am. Can 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 we discuss what, what? Can we discuss what you were doing today that had you a little like exasperated during? What? Trying to teach Tristan how to ride a bike. Oh, I was trying to teach Tristan. I was like, you know what, Tristan, you. He didn't even ask for it. You know what, Tristan? You've had the wheels in your bike too long. I'm going to teach you how to ride the damn bike. And he's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, 
Come on. <laughs> this is what's happening now. We are in quarantine. And then, and then I finally talked him into it. And we, we had a practice run, which, of course, went terribly. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's go back home and let's watch some videos on, you know, on YouTube on, you know, on how to do this. And the very first video I put, it was like, you know, obviously a dad recording his kid. And the kid took off with, like, like no, like, like nothing, no, no supervision. And I'm like... Uh, that's one percent of kids. Wow, you set him up to fail. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, there was a moment earlier today that he was spinning around in the backyard, and I go, "Damn it, I think we need to do something." Because you know, yeah. the thing with with children is that you know they don't have any social interaction with other kids. Right. So even right. if you you know you take him outside and you. You do something, you know, yeah, he's enjoying it for that moment, but he has no social interaction with no one, not his classmates, I'm, not his yeah. cousins. And that takes a toll on them because they don't really, yeah. they know what's going on, but they don't really have a grasp of what's going right. on. Right, no, they don't. I've actually been thinking about doing like a Zoom play date for him and just mm -hmm. getting like a couple of friends and doing a little Zoom meeting for them. Yeah. But then I feel well, like it's going to be all of them meeting at each other at the same time. Well, actually, Tristan did one last week with his class, and at first, yeah, there was a lot of yelling, but a, a bunch of kids got on, and they were on for like a good 45 minutes, and after, you know, because I think they first are kind of like, oh my god, you're on my computer, or you're on my phone. Um, once they get past that, they all have like their little conversations and all that stuff. So I thought that that helped for a little bit. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm going to see if I do that next week um, or so, you know. Baby, baby's first conference call. <laughs> baby's first conference call. We're going to work on some house stuff. We bought paint and we're going to paint some stuff. I've been organized. I, every closet, my house has never been cleaner. My closets have never been so organized. Um, I have done none of those things, <laughs> just so we're clear. I've done a lot of cooking, I'm, but I'm I have done none of those cooking, things. I'm cooking a lot. I'm cooking three meals a day. You are. I'm, I'm loving broth. seeing your your, yes. your meals, by and the you've way. You've been cooking some good stuff. Yeah. Bro, look, I really like to cook. I really, I know some people think it's a chore, but I genuinely love to cook. I love to, like, Same. make shit up and try new things. And I didn't cook today because today we ordered pizza from, like, a local pizza place. We wanted to, like, support a local business. Ooh, but, well, support, um, support further. What, who did you order from? I, we ordered from Mike's Pizza. I've been going there probably my Oh, I love Mike's Pizza. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So David wanted to get um, Anthony's Coal Fired, which I love. Nothing against them. But they belong to, like, they were sold off like, two years ago to, like, a big corporation. Yeah, so they're yeah. no longer yeah. a local business. So I was like, let's order from Mike so that, you know, that way we're supporting a local business. Yeah, we've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Like every, every sometimes. It's very important to support your local business. Sometimes right Jose will be like, let's order from Doc B's. And I'm like, I love Doc B's, but they're a national chain. They'll be fine. So yeah. it's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. tap 42. And I literally had to go online because I'm like, okay, they only have locations in Miami and Broward. So yes, we can order. <laughs> like that's it. It's five locations, and they're only Broward and Dade County. I love Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza, but I know the amount that they sold for. Like they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. I, I, so you know that when they first like came on the scene, you know, it was probably like ten years ago. Yeah. I, I remember when I. You were the one who introduced me to them, Derek. Yeah, because well, exactly because. When I first had them, I'm like, this is like the best pizza I've ever had. And I would always I get the 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 um, the meatball ricotta. Oh, I'm like, this is, the, is so good. 
I'm like, this is the best pizza I've had. I ate so much Anthony Scopal pizza that I'm like over it now. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like I, I'm okay. Like, I still go, especially to the winning Kendall. But, you know, like, yeah. I used to, like, I was obsessed with it. And, yeah, I, it's too much of a good thing, I guess. Well, we, um, followed I mean, them. we followed them down from Fort Lauderdale because we had one time, actually, we found them one time years ago. We were going, ironically enough, to, to go see Phantom of the Opera at Broward Center in Fort Lauderdale. And they're, like, right by there. So mm-hmm. we just stumbled into it. And then we would go to Fort Lauderdale just to eat it. Oh, yeah. And then we followed yeah. it down as it made its way into Miami. So then we went to the Aventura one. We would go to the Aventura one because we went to college near there. So we would go mm-hmm. there. And then we went to the Pinecrest one. And then they finally opened up the Kendall one. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love their chicken wings, their meatballs. I mean, no, they're, they're great. But it's, like, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still, like, a little bit, like... Oh, because I ate so much of that ricotta meatball pizza. Well, I, I got to tell you, we kind of did that too because for a long time, it was like our every Thursday or Friday, that's where we would go. And I'm like, I need a break. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I oh, actually, that. now that you said that, now that you said that, do you know what's been, a, what was has been a victim of the coronavirus? Oh my God, no. A lot of things have been a victim of the coronavirus and it's gone too far. Like, <laughs> Like, I, I mean, a lot of my Broadway people have coronavirus, and I'm not okay. Like, Laura Bell Bundy yesterday said she does? Virus and, yeah, she put it on her Instagram feed. Oh, wow. Okay, well, what they were and supposed to record like, this week. Who? Friends was supposed to be recorded this week. Oh, the, the, the reunion show? I know. Yeah. Listen, the Atlanta Housewives reunion was supposed to record this week. Andy Cohen has coronavirus. Well... Um, I, I know you guys don't care about him, but... That's what like, you I get for being a tramp at Winter Party. Just saying. <laughs> Actually, Stephanie, I have to admit that when I first heard that he had a coronavirus, I thought about you, and I go, I think I should call her to see how she's coping with this. <laughs> you know, like, 10 people texted me the same thing. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh my God, Steph, are you okay? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Yeah, like, listen, like, Broadway shut down because of coronavirus, yeah, yeah. like, Disney shut down, like, we're not in a good place, you guys. There's no yeah. concerts and nothing. But when Andy Cohen announced that he had coronavirus, I'm like, this shit has gone too far. <laughs> That's it. Eso, That's eso, it. eso, eso demuestra. Charles has coronavirus. Eso demuestra. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein has a coronavirus. Eso demuestra well, que Harvey... no discrimina. I don't feel bad that Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. No, I don't feel I don't feel bad for him either. But I'm like, oh, yo, it doesn't discriminate. No, and you know what? Ironically enough, that's why David David and I were having a conversation about this the other day, and he was like, that's why people started paying attention to it, like government-wise, because like it doesn't discriminate, and it could get anybody. Like it's not like one of these things. It's like a poor person's disease. But, like so it's yeah. not really their Listen. problem. Listen. We it know just, we knew it, it didn't discriminate the fact that it hit Weinstein and Tom Hanks. I mean, you can't get further on the spectrum. I know <laughs> Tom Hanks. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. If Tom and Rita got it, none of us are safe. No, none of us are safe. None of us are safe. <laughs> All right, but on Stephanie. I do I hope mean, that you stay not, safe because it's in the Senate. Rand Paul has it, so yeah. Well, I'm glad he's quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> Ojalá que le dé a Mitch McConnell. Stay quarantined. <laughs> stay quarantined. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, 
I mean, I'm glad to hear that my buddies are doing okay. Yes, likewise. Likewise, once this is over, we'll just have a big old. Well, you and me will have a big old Broadway night, and then we'll figure out what to do the three of us. Okay, when this is over, (laughs) what we could do is we could record an actual in-person episode. We could have our yearly Mamas of Merlot, you know, podcast featuring the Mamas of Merlot. (laughs) That's true. And then Stephanie can make her macaroni again. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. So. So, anyway, bueno, thank you so much for being with us. Of right? course. All right. Bye, Amoid. Thanks for inviting bueno. me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Of course. Bye. Bye. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Okay, are we recording? Yeah. Okay. Bueno, so Burger Beast is good. Stephanie's hanging in there. Stephanie and David. Yeah. Um. So, um. So we're you know we're okay. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> we're gonna be okay. Some of our favorite people are doing good, so it's okay. Yeah, and some so, of our other favorite people yeah. are doing great. And you know what? In in you know upcoming episodes, because again, I don't think we're gonna be. I'm working from home until at least the 13th of April. That's what they told us. So clearly, yeah. you and I are gonna have many I'm more opportunities. Be longer than that. So we're gonna have many more opportunities to you know patch in some of our some of our peeps and see what's what. Yeah, so so we actually do have an interview um, yeah, from, for this episode. <laughs> from Better Times. <laughs> from Better Times. The last public outing for a while, um, a couple of weeks back when um, we were at Carnival on the Mile, we had the pleasure of sitting down with Luis Aguirre. Um, everybody knows Luis Aguirre. Um, he's hometown, yeah. hometown boy, done good. Yeah. If you're local, you know um, him you know, from, he's, he's a, you know, a reporter, a news anchor, I guess, down here on currently PLG. He was on Deco Drive. For a while there, he was also part of the nationally syndicated show The Insider. Um so and he was in a little movie called Sex in the City. A little show, a little show called Sex in the City. You may have heard of it. Yeah, a little indie little thing. Yeah, you know? I think so. it was you know streamed maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we have his interview coming up uh, next. Yep. So everybody, you know, um, this has been you know an interesting ride, but we're all stuck in this together. So thank you for joining us in this episode, and here's our interview with Luia Uber. on the mile, which we've only been talking about for the last two weeks, and uh, we have with us hometown reporter, celebrity, all-around nice guy, Luis Aguirre. Yes, thanks for joining us, Luis. My pleasure. Did you guys know that I travel with my own soundtrack? Oh, yeah. Well, that was part of the, that was on the rider, wasn't it? Yes. I come with a band. (laughs) So, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, brother. So how 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 is it today? You've been uh, going. I think you went to Cork and Fork. No, I've been uh, corking and forking. Corking uh, and that, forking. That, Wait, in, that, in that order? That, no, yeah. <laughs> that didn't come out right, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was at the Cork and Fork event. I was emceeing it. Everything benefits the Kiwanis Little Havana, who do so much for this community. They put the magic in the Magic City. They do so much for our kids, for our youth, and so it was my pleasure to be out here and. And MC and do some cork and fork with them. It was amazing. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So can I just say, like, I love that we've got Louis Aguirre, but at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode where you're going to tell that DJ and I do not have professional audio voices because Louis Aguirre is yeah. one of the best voices 
for TV, radio, like books on tape for, that you will ever hear in your life. Yeah, and it's not it's not processed. It's the real thing. <laughs> now we're going to sound you and I like Alvin and the Chickmunks next to him. <laughs> I, I travel with my own, what do they call those things uh, uh, that Britney sings with? The auto-tune? The yeah, auto-tune. auto-tune. This is, I, I am... I am Right now on auto tunes right now, so that's why this is not really it's not my real voice. This is well, auto-tunes. but that's why yeah. he's Rui Aguirre. And yeah, we're not. Exactly. And we're not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Louis, tell us a little bit. You know, I mean, you've been all around the world. You've been all over the U.S. What do you think? Like something like Carnival in the Mile. What do you think makes this so unique? It's local, brother. That's what I love about this event. Calle Ocho, like everybody from all over the world comes. And we celebrate Latin culture, and that's amazing. But what I love about Carnival on the Mile, it's in the 22nd year, and it's in the heart of the city beautiful. And if you're from Miami, you're from Coral Gables, you know what's up, you know the deal, you're here. And you bump into people that you, maybe some people you don't want to bump into, but you know but you know them. Because um, Miami's this big, man, it's this big. And we all know each other, and it's incestuous, and it's messy, and it's beautiful, and it's Latino, and it's Anglo. And it's African American, and it's everything, and, and and this personifies, I think, the soul of the city, and I love it so much because of that. You know, I'm glad you said that because so often on our podcast, since you know our whole angle is Miami, you know, people ask us to describe Miami, and I'm like, I think Miami is one of these cities that's so hard to describe because it, it's so much. It could be so many things at once. It's a beautiful mess, is what it is. Exactly, it's a, it's a messy, beautiful city. It's a messy, beautiful, sexy city is what it is. But at the same time, like you said, like it, it, it has like a lot of small-town qualities, if you will. Like Everybody knows each other. Well, because we have hoods, right? Yeah. And right. no one really knows that, that Miami is, is separated. You know, Paris has the arrondissement, and in New York, you have the boroughs. But in Miami, we have hoods. We have Coral Gables. We have South Miami. You have South Beach. You have North Beach. You have Mid Beach. You have Bell Harbor. You have Westchester. You have Miami. You have Wichita. You have La Salvecera. I mean, come on, man. You got yeah. everything. It's a big salsuela of mess. Yes. And that's why we love it, brother. Yeah. That's awesome. The, you know, the way he pronounced Wichita, he's clearly a Miami boy. Yeah. I'm well, from Wichita, okay? From I'm from Wichita. My first house was at 98 Place, 2132 Southwest 98 Place. Now, don't stalk those people. They're very, very nice people. I knocked on their door the other day. <laughs> Because I wanted to see the old bedroom where I grew up. True story. And that was kind of creepy, but I did it because I was there. And because that's the house that I grew up in, and I love that house. But anyway, but don't do that. Don't go to that house. No. You realize there are probably people on their way now as they're listening to I, this. I, that, that, to, they're, they're, there's now a restraining order on my right, ass. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Can I say ass on the podcast? You can say more than that if you okay, wish. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, that, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so you're on uh, WPLG now. I came back home. Right. You came yeah. back home. I know yeah. that. I mean, most people I think first knew you on Deco Drive. On yes. RBN. But channel but, 10. I remember your channel 10 from years all ago. All right, but all right. So how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 40. I'm gonna. I own it. Actually, I'm 40. since we're among friends here, I remember you on channel 10 when you had a little bit of a mushroom cut in like the 90s. I did. I had. Dude, that was the leftover of my. Duran Duran flock of seagulls kind of nightmare that was on my head. But yes, you're absolutely right. I had a lot of hair. Uh, I wish I had that still. But anyway, uh, um, but before that, I was that was not my first. The first gig on TV was not at Channel 10. Where was it? See if you know your Louis Geary trivia. My first job on television. Was it local? It was local. By kids for kids. Sorry. By kids for kids. I don't know. <laughs> I heard something completely different, but no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it was before the internet. Before the internet. Before the internet. I'm going to go with Whammy? No, it was 
Canal 51. I was oh. Noticentral 51. My first job in TV was in Spanish. Really? Yeah, oh, man. I never knew that. Yeah, no. I yeah. Didn't. So true story. It's like, so back in the day, back in the day, it was 1988, and there was a shortage of young Latin American men that could do TV. And so they recruited me out of college. But the problem was that I had spent the half of my semesters in France because I was a, I was a French major. And so I had de dedicated my, my studies to learning how to speak French. So I came back speaking a very strange Spanish with a French accent. And so I had to actually sit down with my, with my grandmother at night and read the newspaper in Spanish to practice my Spanish so I could speak Spanish good enough to speak on television. And that still didn't work, man. They had to hire a grammatician. I wasn't allowed to go live. It was a big, it was a big Miami mess. But you know what? They gave me my first big break. They put me on TV. They believed in me. And and what you see is what you got. You know, so well, I would say it worked out for you. I think it yeah. worked out yeah. for me more than it worked out for them, but they were very generous. They gave me my first break. You know what? Oh no, man! I, I was a big hot mess. I, I honestly, the, yeah. it, I made every mistake you could possibly make in television. I made it. The good thing was I was young. I was I was a young kid. I was 21 years old, and I learned on the job. And what an experience! Wow! And to work in this market, and to learn from the best. I mean, I worked with Alina Mayo, Leticia Callaba, Ambrosio. They all taught me, man. They took me under their wing. They taught me. I cut my teeth with those people. Now you've done you've done a little bit of everything from entertainment news, easy, to celebrity, easy, to easy. Hard there are parameters to this interview. To hard <laughs> within your career. Uh, to hard news reporting. Is there an area of journalism that you just prefer or right have now, a sweet spot right, for? Right now. So and I'm, this is uh, me talking from my heart. Um, for me, the, the greatest gift about coming back to Miami is that I'm very concerned about what's happening to our world and our planet and our environment. And Local 10 has given me the platform to actually pursue environmental stories. And I want to let the people know what is happening, what we are doing to our planet. And it is up to all of us to save it. And we can all do our part. And so that is the most, the biggest blessing of coming back to Miami is having this platform to talk about issues that really move me, that really touch my heart yeah. and that I'm very passionate about. And that is legit. Yeah, and that's so important because like our our the tides here are literally changing. Like Miami the, Beach now has that king tide the, or whatever. The the king tides are devastating, not just because the sea level is rising, but what they're doing to our our storm uh, drainage, to our sewers, to our septic tanks. All of that nastiness is going into the bay, and Biscayne Bay is in a very fragile state right now. We're at a tipping point. We're either going to continue as a beautiful, thriving seagrass ecosystem, or we're going to become an algae system yeah. with no life. And so it's up to us. We are the ones that are going to decide the fate of Biscayne Bay. Everybody that lives in South Florida will decide what Biscayne Bay will be in the future. And so we all have to buckle up and make the necessary changes to save Biscayne Bay and, and save our beaches. The, what are some of the changes that I think that the average person could? Well, number one, we need the political will. We need to put pressures on our local leaders to actually make those hard choices and put that first. Not developers first, but put our infrastructure first. We have to modernize our infrastructure. It cannot continue like this. We are dumping millions of gallons of raw sewage into our waterways every year. We are polluting our waterways with runoff from fertilizers. 
We are taking storm drainage that is picking up all the muck, all the chemicals, all the stuff you see on the street that's going straight to the bay. That cannot continue. It will not sustain life. It's not for us. We've been blessed. You've lived here 40 years. You lived here 30 some odd years. I lived here blah, 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 so many years. Um, and I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed living in South Florida. This is the best place in the world. It's magical. It's so magical. This is our legacy. What kind of a world are we going to leave our children and their children? It's not right. They should be able to enjoy the magic of living in South Florida the way you and I did. Come on, man. It's for the kids. Do it. Do it. It's worth it. It's just sad that it's even something that like is debatable. Yeah, that we like, have to have a conversation about. It should be something like, obvious. Yeah. A lot of people obvious. don't know what's really going on. And I think that if a lot of people woke up and found out the truth, they would be more involved. But we need leaders. We need leadership. We need people to make the tough decisions here in the city. Come on, man. Well, make this happen. Well, you're well known and passionate. Yeah. Have you ever thought about I, making a run? No way. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? Are you watching what's happening right now? <laughs> come yeah, on, man. We are. I mean, you come could be on. like a comptroller or it's something. Just, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna be a yeller. I'm gonna scream and yell and make noise. That's what I'm best hey, at. Hey, sometimes yeah. that's what it takes. That's what it takes you know, a lot of times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so I I, I got to say, you know, you, you mentioned legacy, and we've said you've done a little bit of everything. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you. So where were you going to take Charlotte on that date in Sex in the City before oh she God. showed up? <laughs> I have no idea. But if you saw, I went home with the guy, not with Charlotte. So there you go. <laughs> that that says a lot. I mean, so, and, and and he had chicken soup. So I had, so well, it was that that's dinner in a movie yeah, right there. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, here he is talking about the environment and how passionate he is about that, and you bring up Sex in the City. Well, gonna listen, everything everyone. goes back to Sex in the City. Hey, so listen, if I don't bring it up, you know we're gonna get people commenting and sending DMs. It's like, what's so, in the end? Can I tell you my story behind that? So I was in New York and I had just stopped working for Fox News. Don't judge me. Um, and I was trying to become an actor and I was doing really experimental theater in these really small, dark black box oh. spaces in New York that you have to drop 25 cents at. Never mind. But anyway. <laughs> um, Anyway. I, don't I don't think you're using black wait, box the same wait, way that, wait, yeah, no. Wait, um. wait. So um, my agent sends me to this audition. I didn't have HBO, so I didn't know what Sex in the City was. And at that point, there was just season one. And so they sent me this thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be like Skinamax. What am I going to tell my parents? I'm going to be doing soft porn. I don't know if I can do this, whatever. You thought it was Red Shoe Diaries. I, I, no, I thought <laughs> legit, straight up Red Shoe Diaries. I thought I was going to have to get naked. I had no idea. <laughs> so I go on this audition. I read the words. They cast me. I do the thing. And then I realize, oh, my God. By that point, I started researching the show. I'm like, holy crap. They chose me to be on this show? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> and... I mean, you get to set, and these girls, they're women now, but back then they were girls. They were so cool and so sound down to earth, and they knew that they had captured magic in a bottle. And they were so generous in sharing that with everybody who was a part of that. Even if you were a day player or a background actor, you were a part of that family. For that moment in time, you were a part of that family. And I'll never forget that experience. Each and every one of those women were just absolutely genuine and wonderful and welcoming and lovely, and it's one of my greatest memories of, of being in this crazy, crazy entertainment career. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all, well, all right. there you go. You got the Sex of the City question. I got, I, you know what, I had to, I had to. There would be people who would like tar and feather me in the street <laughs> if I did. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for being on Pero Let Me Tell oh, my You. My pleasure. We, um, you know, we always say here, we like you're the embodiment of the people we like to profile here. 
people that are from Miami, that represent Miami, that, you know, dwell for the community. You're the type of people we love to profile and talk about. So oh, thank you so much me, for being on our podcast. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. I really My appreciate pleasure. it. Thanks, guys. And you catch Louis on WPLG Channel 10 uh, doing the news. Screaming and yelling about the environment. <laughs> in, in that order. <laughs> Thanks, man. Pay attention. <laughs> Save. Okay, I for I stand by the fact that um, we need to have guests moving forward that have worse voices than us, like as a standing mandate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that could be on our writer. Yes, our exactly. Contract. Oh, that's right. We don't have contracts. Exactly. Like other people do. <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, was that too, salty? A little salty and a little shady. So you know, I'm not gonna hate on you. But oh yeah, yeah. So dos semanas que we que our guests have great voices. Yeah, because Chris, Chris has a great voice. Cubano Chris and now Louis Aguirre. I mean, what, who are we going to have next? James Earl Jones? Like, I mean. <laughs> Chris was so like, oh, nobody's told me I've ever had a voice. I'm like, what? Like, like who have you been talking to? You know, you know. You know then Louis Aguirre, it's like, the, I, I actually know what I wanted to ask him. I was like, do you have an insurance on your voice? <laughs> like Tina Turner and her legs. Yeah, so, so, no, he was, he was fun to have, and actually, what I really enjoyed about him is, you know, his whole thing with the environment, because, yeah, he's very passionate, you know, obviously the environment, we all know it's important, but, you know, one of the things that has, um, and I think we discussed this in in the last episode, or two episodes ago, with the whole coronavirus thing is, um, because the world has literally shut down, um, yeah. it's incredible how how nature works and how nature has kind of reclaimed so many areas in such a short amount of time. Um, the the like the pollution clouds, specifically around like China, have all but diminished. Yeah. Um, Venice is much cleaner. There's other areas around the world that are reporting that like everything, the pollution levels are down. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the the silver lining in this, if you want to find one, is that it's uh, given a little bit of a of a breather to the environment, to the world. Yeah. Because think about all the just in the United States, all the millions of people that are not driving, and those are emissions that meanwhile, are going up in the air. Meanwhile, in the you know definition of irony, Greta, whatever her last name is, has the coronavirus. So you know. <laughs> Greta who? Greta, I can't remember her last name. Gun, Gun, Gunterberg, whatever the La Chiquita. The reporter from Strong. No Chico, La Chiquita. Who's the environmentalist? Oh, oh, her, her. What about her? She has the coronavirus. Just as the Earth is like, you know, reclaiming itself. She got the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, that's nature like messing with the wrong person. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's it's like the definition of irony. Yeah, holy shit. So, anyway, bueno, everybody, thank you for joining us in episode 103. I know these yeah. the last few episodes. So, wait, have been we're, a we're not going to give out last sodas? We're not gonna, we have to keep things as well, normal, you know sir. I think, look, I think, I think our last sodas just should go out. I mean, I think for these special editions, I don't know about you, but it should just go out to everybody. I mean, I think on the large part, as you said earlier on, there's been a lot of good behavior. Um, you know, we both in the past have said how upset at humanity we are <laughs> for many reasons. But I think that on the most part, um, everybody kind of has stepped up. There's always going to be idiots and naysayers. Unfortunately. 
people who are just difficult. Um, and I'm putting that very nicely. Yeah, but I think that most people have stepped it up and, you know, whether it's something small like promoting local businesses to something big, like things that are government related and all that, people have done what they need to do. And most people have done what they need to do. Um, just something as simple as social distancing. That's doing your part. So. Yep. Listen, we're Cuban. we're Cuban and if we can social distance, anybody can. Man, that was say social distancing for a Hispanic is not the same. No. It's it's a whole I, shift I, I of life. To go see my parents. I went to go see my parents today and I was like ten feet away from them. And I'm like, Oh I saw that. I saw my the video. Was was great. The window. Yeah. Was great. You saw it? I saw it. It was like I was like Lima con la ventana. And I'm like, Lima. <laughs> I'm like, Angela. So yeah, social distancing for his social distancing for Hispanics should be its own little like section in the news. It should be, it should be. Actually, we should set a world record for it. Quite frankly, I mean, do you think that social distancing in like Miami is the same as social distancing in like Akron, Ohio? I mean, come on. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, no. So anyway. Well, everybody, yeah, as I was saying, I know these episodes have been a little bit off, you know, our regular format, but then again, everybody's life is off the regular Yeah, life format. is off the regular so, format right now. So, we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned, and if you could find a pastelito, if you could find a croqueta, and you could find a pupina, grab them, and thank you for joining And make sure you buy them from a local business. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, let's be honest. I mean, if you're buying a croqueta pastelito and um, a croqueta and a pastelito, bueno, no, piña, they're all local. I mean, true, but you could buy you're a, not gonna go get, si, you're not gonna go get a pastelito at the Cheesecake Factory. No, but you could be buying it from Winn Dixie or you could be buying it from a local bakery. Okay. I think most people buy it from a local bakery. I'm going to go ahead and on a limb here and say that most people in Miami buy their pastelitos <laughs> from a local bakery. Fair enough, unless you're Martha Darby and then you make them at home. <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah, but she's on the West Coast. So, so anyway, right. well, everybody, thank you so much. Stay safe, and we'll join us again next week. We'll we'll definitely be around. We'll I be mean, here. Quarantine us, but they're not going to quarantine the phone. <laughs> exactly. As long as we've got a phone and an internet so, connection, we're fine. We're fine. So, <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Bye. Stay safe. Bye, Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 